Welcome to Life and Transition Experts Podcast, a community of professionals, entrepreneurs, and service providers committed to growing their business by serving others through life's biggest challenges, including probate, estate planning, and small business growth. Join the Life and Transition Experts Facebook group and YouTube channel for free resources, tips, and strategies to help let your light shine. Hosted by Courtney Rollins, the Durham, North Carolina probate expert. All right, let's dive headfirst into this episode. I'm so glad that you're joining me on this Life of Transitions podcast. I'm Courtney Rollins, as the introduction stated. Or if you're watching this on the YouTube Life and Transitions podcast, a YouTube channel, welcome, welcome. Uh, here on the channel, in this space, we focus on helping families and helping people through tough transitions in their life, particularly if there's property or uh or even the personal property that needs to be managed. Quite often when we're going through transitions, uh, sometimes our, our our homes, our houses, and the things in the houses can be great opportunities and they can be difficult challenges uh, for us. And so as a certified probate expert, one of the areas that I, I really focus on is helping families uh, who are experiencing the probate process and encouraging families um, to look deeper at their estate planning so that they can protect themselves and their families in the, either the wealth that they're collecting over the uh, time uh, alive or and uh, helping them uh, have some viable solutions if they're looking at ways that they can either access equity in their property, perhaps even turn it into some type of a rental or some way they can uh, monetize uh, the, the asset that they have, turn it into a real asset that's generating money. Um, there are so many options that are available for folks. And one of those options that some people look at when they inherit a property is selling it. And sometimes when someone's selling the property, uh, quite often, of course, we want a great price. The price is not always the most important thing to folks that I come across. Uh, sometimes it's the actual uh, speed or the actual convenience that is given by someone um, uh, that is valued highly by that seller, uh, particularly when you have an inherited property and perhaps you're out of state or perhaps you don't have the bandwidth to manage it. Perhaps it has too many repairs. Um, so there are some people who look at inherited properties and wonder, what does it look like to sell it as is? And I just want to go ahead and sell it as is so I don't have to deal with all the headache. Um, so let's take a look deeper at that. Again, just a reminder, is the legal process for selling, settling the affairs in and the estate of a deceased person. Um, and so if you have an inherited property, many reasons, but here are five that you may decide to sell an inherited property. Um, one, you may need to pay debt. This is, uh, the estate may need to be closed out and selling the property may give you, unlock the funds that you need to pay the debt and claims. You may also want to unlock the funds so that you can actually um, have uh, inheritance, uh, money as inheritance. So liquidating the property, selling it may provide funds for you or the heirs um, that are involved. Uh, it may actually be the specific instructions of the last will and testament for, uh, for you to sell the property or for this property to be sold. And you may also need to pay attorney fees. And that goes into number five as well as uh, 
Well, uh, well, I guess uh, number four is paying attorney fees is, is separate from number five. Uh, but number five is uh, perhaps it's time to downsize or maybe upsize or uh, the surviving spouse or family member has decided they need to move on. And so now you have this property and you're trying to figure out what to do with it. And now here are some things I'm going to go over some things I want you to think about for selling property as is. Now, as is means just what it says. It means you're selling the property as is. And one great benefit of that is that there's no repairs required. Now you are required to disclose anything that you know about the property that, you know, including de defects or uh, issues or challenges, someone passed away in there or died in there. Those are things you have to disclose, but you're disclosing it and you and the seller are agreeing, hey, we understand it, we hear it, we see it, but we're going to forego any um, concessions that we're asking for, which goes into number two, check for any contingencies. Now, just because you're selling it as is does not mean that your purchase agreement does not have contingencies. Your buyer may want an inspection period in there and still wants to inspect the property so they can know what they're buying, which is very smart. That does not mean that they're going to come back to you and say, hey, this, 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 this foundation not fixed. All these different things uh, need work. So um, we require you to, to fix it before we sell it. Nope, they just need to know what they're buying, which makes sense. So, but you don't want them to have a 50 day inspection period, um, you know, most standard inspection periods are anywhere from 10 days, 14 days, uh, some shorter, some longer, but that's something you all can discuss. Make sure you check the contract expiration date to make sure that they're uh, gonna close on at the right time. There may be a due diligence period. There's tons of contingencies that may be placed in the purchase agreement and make sure that you check for that to, uh, so that your as is property actually is sold as is, and uh, you're not held up in the, uh, this whole process and then find out you're not able to close. Um, selling it as is, be sure the title company and the closing attorney or whoever's doing the closing has the earnest money deposit. For, for any contract in the United States to be viable or valid, there has to be equitable interest. And one way you put equitable interest is if you put money down, whether it's $1, $2, $2,000, make sure they put that funds down and that there's uh, written clear that if they don't perform, um, to the agreement that you receive that earnest money deposit. So make sure you're checking for that. Also discuss access to the property. Quite often the buyer will need to get into the property before a closing takes place. So you guys need to discuss that, especially if there's tenants involved or there's lock boxes or not. Um, if you're out of town, um, just make sure that you uh, discuss that and expect that conversation. You also can negotiate help and support. Um, in fact, I'm helping a um, one of the purchase properties I'm purchasing now, we put in there that we're going to help, we're going to move at our expense, not to exceed, I think, 5000 And, you know, we have a bid back. It should take us about $2,400. But just in case there's some extra things in there, I want to make sure that was, well, we want to make sure that the seller was protected. And we were protected too, so that we want to uh, pay over 5000 for a move that we were only anticipating being, you know, 5000 So you can negotiate um, support, moving, cleaning out things. So make sure you uh, ask. And again, expect to trade speed and convenience for a discounted price. One of the reasons that you are uh, being able to sell it as is is because uh, there's an expectation that there's going to be a discounted price or some terms that are favorable for the buyer. The buyer is in the business uh, to uh, keep the lights on, feed the family, and make money. Um, and the only way they can do that is add so much value to you. One of those valuable things, or as two of those, are speed and convenience. So just make a note of that. Now, again, if you are interested, even if you don't have an inherited property, which uh, thank you for 
following along this long. If you didn't, you just wanted to get some information, that's awesome. But uh, if you do, I definitely would encourage you to check out a cash buyer in your area. Uh, if you're in Durham, North Carolina, or really anywhere, you can check me out at stateproservice.com. And I would love to work with you, see uh, if there's any other issues in your probate case that, um, that you're dealing with, or just the overall state planning that we can help with. And definitely we'll take a look at the property and see what options are available for, for, for my humble opinion, for you. All right. Other than that, I hope that you are doing well. And I hope this, again, finds you well. And I'll sign off from there, as I always do, saying rising tides, it lifts all sails. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Life and Transition Experts podcast. Please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. Also, remember to join the Life in Transition Experts Facebook group to help us continue to grow and reach others. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.